Welcome to the NACA American Dream Program. Each week, we'll talk about how NACA is revolutionizing mortgage lending with the best mortgage in America. It's no down payment, no closing cost or fees, no PMI, no consideration of your credit score. And guess what? It's at a below market fixed rate. NACA is just relentless. This is the NACA way. Hey, 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 welcome back, welcome back to another episode of NACA's American Dream Program. And man, man, I know it's sunny everywhere where everybody's out looking for a house, but let me just tell you this today. Miss Mistress of Ceremony out there in Texas, we have a surprise for everyone today. I love surprises. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. We have home inspectors from around the country. Listen, what we've been doing so far up to this point is really preparing everybody to get qualified. Now you qualify, you ready to look for that house. What do you do? Well, these home inspectors are gonna tell you what you need to do, what you need to look for so you don't get a house that's a problem that you're stuck with for 30 years. But first of all, Anjanette, what's going on over there in Texas? How's the weather? It's over. It's kind of rainy over here, but what's going on over there? It is a beautiful day, a beautiful day to be out house shopping. Good afternoon, good afternoon to all you Nickelodeons out there. This is the NACA American Dream Program where you can obtain your, your dream of owning a home and getting a piece of that American dream and making generational wealth a reality. So this is a beautiful day, Damien, to be out house shopping, riding around in the hood, looking for that desired <laughs> home of choice, community shopping, looking at the community, trying to figure out, is this for me? Is this the best school district? Whatever your heart's desire, this is the day to be doing that. And at a 2.875 interest rate on a 30-year fix and a 2.375 interest rate on a 15-year fix, you can poke me with the stick because I am done. <laughs> Not get any better than that. I keep trying to tell everybody, Damien, this is the year 2022, and we're giving it all just for you to own your home. We got Jerome on here. We got inspectors on here. I cannot believe this is going to be a phenomenal show. So everybody on Facebook, throw those hearts up because we are giving you more of what you need to succeed right here today. And get ready to give us phone calls because you can do that at 833-771-0500. That's 833-771-0500. Damien, what all do we have going on today? Wait, wait, wait. And I, I'm going to just hold this. I'm going to just hold this one because towards the end, we have another surprise that I'm not even going to uh -oh. talk about right now. So you're going to use my phrase, Damien. You're going to use my phrase when I say, but wait, there's more. And, and, and again, there's more again. So... <laughs> We're going to go around, introduce everyone so everyone can know where they're at. And please introduce yourself, tell where you are and how everyone can reach you. And if you have a social media tag or anything like that, so everybody can reach out so they can get these awesome inspectors that we have on today. So ladies first, Miss Haley Johnson, I'm going to start with you. Hi guys, I'm uh, one of the NACA buyers. I'm here at the home today for my home inspection and uh, really excited about the process. It's been a great journey. Love my realtor, love my inspector. It's been an awesome journey. Looking forward to getting to the closing. 
Wow, congratulations. We got Haley in the house. Everybody out there on Facebook, throw those hearts up for Haley. She's phenomenal for even being willing to come on here and share her information and her story. So we're looking forward to hearing more from you, Haley. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Mr. Weldon, where are you at? Where are you calling from? And tell us how we can get you. All right, my name is Weldon Antoine with Antoine Professional Real Estate Inspection. Um, I am in Dallas, Fort Worth area. I serve all of Dallas, Fort Worth area. Matter of fact, I even go to El Paso. I go to Houston. If you call me, <laughs> I will go anywhere in Texas. I love my job. All right, now, I, I'm president uh, in my office. Uh, just left uh, inspection, going to another inspection. Uh, not only that, I, I, I serve uh, NACA, I also serve commercial, termites, pool spot. I'm one-stop shop all. If, how to reach me at AntoineInspection.com or I have a phone number 469-215-7065. Thank you for having me. Thank you. 469, Thank you. repeat that number one more time. 469-215-7065. And that is Antoine Professional Inspection, LLC. I love it. And you can reach him at AntoineInspection.com. Let's keep going. All right. Got Texas in the house. Vantage Inspection coming on around the mountain. Georgia, what's up, buddy? How what's what's you doing? going on? What's going on? It's ATL. You know, it's hot Atlanta here. Vantage Inspection. Uh, my name is Mr. Aaron S. Johnson. I'm the owner of Vantage Inspection LLC here in Atlanta, Georgia. Hot Atlanta, in matter of fact. A little rain. Hot Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Everybody try to move to Atlanta. Ah, no, yeah. no, no, no pun, Texas. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know we yeah. got it sold up over here, but go on. <laughs> but Vantage Inspection, you can uh, contact me at Vantage Inspection at Gmail, or you can give me a call at 404-901, I mean 902-3400. Again, the number is 404-902-3400. And so we're, we're looking forward to doing everything we can for your knack of dreams. I also service not only Atlanta, but wherever you need me to go at in the possibly in Atlanta and state of Georgia, I will do it. I want to see your dreams come true as a NACA member wow. so that you can get a piece of that pie. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And if you want to go Love ahead that. and you share your email, that would be great too. So okay. they'll have other ways to get you if you want to. All right. And coming on around the mountain, moving up north, Mr. Harris, what's going on? Tell us about yourself. We appreciate you for coming on. What's going on, sir? Thank, thank you for having me, first of all. So it's great oh. working with NACA individuals, NACA agents. Awesome, awesome team. And uh, thank you for doing what you guys do, helping people out. And uh, we just continue to help people uh, try to make them see good, the bad, the ugly. I'm with uh, First Inspection Services. Um, it's a franchise. We have uh, several offices in Ohio, Georgia, and uh, several offices in uh, New Jersey. And shortly, uh, soon, we'll be expanding into Pennsylvania as well. But uh, so it's uh, Harish with First Inspection Services, and it's one S T I N S P E C T I O N S. First Inspections, and that can be reached at seven three two. 384-2068 or harish at firstinspections.com. 
Wow. Awesome. Awesome. Now, just so you guys know, they're already on the NACA list. So in your area, if you're looking, if you don't, if you didn't get that information now, they're on the NACA list. They've already gone through everything. So they know how to do the NACA inspection. They know how to upload the documentation to the NACA portal. So these guys are already ready, ready to help right. you. So, yes. I love it. And who and else do we have? Listen, we got our main man who's always back, who's always on time, on your home with Jerome. What's <laughs> up, buddy? How you doing? There's no introduction needed, but I will live, still let you say hi for those who don't know you like we do. What's going uh, on? That's right. Appreciate it. Jerome Washington, real estate broker covering the Northeast region. I got you in New Jersey, Delaware, Pennsylvania. Um, on social media, I'm at Philly NACA. And uh, you can uh, sign up, get all the updates and hear what's going on in the region. Today, I got something special for you. I'm inside of a house right now that we are inspecting. My main man, Harish, my New Jersey inspector, he's here with me. Everybody's in a different room. We got Haley. I think she's on the steps somewhere or in one of the bedrooms upstairs on, on uh, Zoom with us. And she is getting this house and she's getting ready to uh, try and understand what she needs to focus on so she can follow up and get some contractor quotes. So I'm excited about this opportunity because this is what it's all about. When you got your home inspector and you need to know what you need to focus in on and then go ahead and work with the hand department to get the home that you want. So it's an exciting opportunity and I'm glad I'm out the comfort of my own home. I'm out on location today just to share everything with everybody, just to do something. And, and you know what, Jerome, it is so wonderful to have you back. And it's always, it seems like every time you come to the show, you come bearing gifts, bearing treats, bearing nuggets, bearing knowledge, bearing information, things that we can use. So it's always a treat when you're here. And it's almost like we're coining the, the term, Damien. It's like this, <laughs> this term of saying, this has never been done before. So Jerome is really in a house. I mean, this is a real estate agent. Live, live. Live and in full effect. This is why our agents are the best at what they do. Because only Jerome, only our NACA in-house agents will, will sit here and go beyond the extra mile, above and beyond the extra mile to make sure we know what to look for in a home inspection. And believe it or not, all of the, the questions and calls, phone is already ringing. Hey, oh, wow. Kudos to Haley. Um, and I guess, you know, it, it is a, a big deal to take someone into your potential home, open up the doors and say, come on in. Let's see what what issues I have. Let's see what we need to work with. And I guess, Jerome, I, all I can say is thank you for always bringing the real to the show and the real meaning realistic reality things that could potentially become a problem or resolution for some. So, you know, throw up the hearts for Jerome, you know, and just take us through what you're about to do. Thank you. Yes. Well, basically, you know, uh, this, this, we understand the home that we're at today is um, nearly an as-is property and a fixer-upper. And so that's why it's priced accordingly. And what's great about it is in this competitive market, someone like Haley, she, she always had the intention to want to upgrade a home. And there's different things I've grown to learn that she likes in a home, the, the character and, and a lot of things with the surrounding. I mean, this, this house has a canal in the back. She showed me. I thought it was just a backyard. She's like, walk up this real quick. And next thing you know, I'm looking at a canal off of uh, the Delaware River. Mm -hmm. 
it's a bike trail. So I'll let her tell you about it. it's all it's exciting. Maybe if I can run through those trees real quick, I might go back there and give you all a shot of it. Um, but, oh, yes, you so. got to run because we want to see you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll, I'll get back there as we go through the presentation. Um, but for the most part, we understand that there's things in this house that need to be addressed. We knew this coming in. So that's why the home inspector is going to focus in on different things that, you know, we want to know, is it worth it to move forward with this transaction? Can we absorb what's needed? And even new things have come up um, while we've already gone through the house. I mean, uh, one additional expense just came up that, you know, there is uh, asbestos insulation on the pipes. So that's something that we're going to have to account for. And there's so many things that the home inspector is so valuable for that goes past the trained eye, whether it be the buyer, the, the agent, whoever. So, you know, definitely there's different things that uh, we are going to be looking at. Um, the roof, we understand that uh, roofing is needed. There's several leaks on the ceiling, trying to just discover where they're coming from. Uh, but the house has great character and I'll pass it over to Haley to share what she likes about the house because she truly appreciates a lot of stuff in houses. And that's what I like about this house when I've seen everything that it has. I'm sitting in front of the fireplace. She likes stuff like that. So, you know, Haley, definitely chime in if there's anything about this house that you like and, you know, what attracted to you because we're going to focus on everything for the home inspection to make sure that you can have a successful repair budget with the hand team. Yeah, so this home, um, I've been looking at a lot of different homes that were going to be able to create a space to where I could have a group of people over. So I'm really big about creating an open home that people can come over and feel welcomed and enjoyed and loved. And so I needed kind of a bigger space that um, would be able to host that. And I'm, a, I'm also an artist and love the outdoors. So the outdoors, the light, natural light's really important to me. So what sold me was the home that Jerome is actually in, in that living room. There's a beautiful wood floors with inlays around the edges it's got a nice working wood fireplace it has a really great i think it's like 24 by 15 on uh, front room it's got um open walkway wow. into the dining room open walkway into the kitchen um it's got a great double door entrance off of the front porch um, and i also found out that this neighborhood is really great um, a lot of established homeowners that have been here for decades there's not a high turnover it's a well-established neighborhood where everybody looks out for each other i mean i've met already three of my neighbors today and they're all very lovely telling me things about the home that they need to look out for and things that they know about and so it's just it all the whole package for me is like being the first home and just being um, a single owner you know, knowing that I have the security of good neighbors, knowing that I have the security of a neighborhood that doesn't have high turnover. Uh, it's a well-loved older home. So I know that they were built really well, has really great chunky wood molding everywhere. So I just definitely fell in love saying, I think I really can make this a place that, um, yeah, over time, it's going to just shine like it used to. Wow. Internet, I don't know what to say. Oh my goodness, she said everything that I love. And one of the things I want to make sure that people out there in Facebook land and in our social media platforms that as they listen, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we was talking about community shopping. And one of the things that Haley just said is that check, she did it. 
She shopped her community. She know the neighbors. She's already gotten the chance to get to know some of the neighbors. She's walked the property. She's walked the neighborhood. So she's looked at the environment that she's going to now live in. On top of that, it is a mature neighborhood, well-established. There's not a lot of home sales there. So in other words, the people that are there, they are planted there. That means they have invested into their community. So she's done some homework, Damien. And I love to hear that. She's looked at the pretties and you know, all of us ladies love those pretties. We love the wood floors, the soft colors, the crown molding, the fireplace. And notice she said wood burning fireplace because there is a difference. I'm a country girl. We like to put that wood to pop. So, you know, so she's looked at all of that. But when you get behind the pretties and behind the, the functionality of the home, very, very important. Where the inspections come in. This is where Aranus and Weldon and Harish is all important because now she has her beautiful home, but let's make sure it is a functioning home, that it holds up, that the craftsmanship is built to last and that she's not going to, you know, 30 days from now have to put $50,000 into the home. That's what we don't want. So let's talk about what happens at the inspection. And Damien, do you want to go, I think we can go around the the table here and just talk about some of the things you're going to, we look at when Haley walks into her house and some of the things that an inspector looks at. All right, Mr. Vantage, Aranis, you want to start? Okay, I can start out. Well, typically here's, here's what I would like to always start out with. When a person gets in a home inspection, I first, uh, I'm usually there, or me, most of the inspectors probably can agree. We're probably there by ourselves for the initial. Some, you know, we want you to come, but here's a couple of things we want to just throw out right off the bat, even if we're starting a home inspection. Number one and two, and I've had this happen, and maybe some of the other inspectors happen. Make sure that you, you know, you wear the proper shoes and you wear the proper attire when you, if you come out to do the inspection with us, or if you're out on the grounds with us, because I've seen people get hurt. Now, going further into that. If we're starting out with the home inspection, the first thing I usually do is I go into the house and I cut on all the water everywhere. This is before I really initially start. I cut on all the water everything because we want to make sure that once we start on the outside, because I usually start on the exterior, starting on the exterior, I want the water to kind of run a little bit. So by the time I get into the interior, we want to check to see if there's any leaks on anything in sinks or stuff is not holding water. So number one, we're going to start on the outside, okay? We're going to turn the water on the inside. We're going to start on the outside. A couple of things you need to be concerned about. And I'm just going to throw out some, and some of the other inspectors can throw some out. We want to make sure that our uh, exterior cladding or our, our siding, we want to make sure that it, it is properly sealed up and that it's all tight or watertight. We don't want anything exposed or anything coming off uh, of the siding. Uh, depending on what type of siding you have. And we also want to make thing, make sure that things are sealed up or have this uh, silicone uh, seal around any type of plug or any type of water spigot. Because what happens is the, although you have that siding, you have the little, those little gaps where water intrusion can come in. And then you start having issues where stuff behind the siding starts rotting. So that's, that's one of the things I want to point out. I don't want to take all of them. So I'm just going to add, throw some of that stuff out. But, but just, just in case everybody doesn't know, because everybody may not be familiar with the term cladding, what is that? Where is that? Because Okay. So when it's all about cladding or your siding, 
all it is is the type of siding that we're going to have. Because sometimes you can have metal siding. Sometimes you can have uh, 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 the other one. Uh, I don't forgot. A uh, party plank. That's, that's the actual name. Okay. The covering of your house. That's all that is. That's what that siding means. You can have vinyl siding. So we want to make sure all that siding on the exterior of your house, because that's the first thing we see. We want to make sure all that is buttoned up tight and that there's no way for water or bugs. Here's another one for bugs to get in behind your siding. That's, a, that's a, the first thing. So uh, oftentimes with older homes, you do have, you know, uh, you have to really be concerned about it because they may have asbestos shingles that may have to be taken off depending on your uh, municipality or if it's disturbed. Uh, or if you have older homes that ha may have cider seating, uh, cider uh, uh, siding, uh, or other wood siding, you got to be concerned about that. So to make sure that's pressure treated and or it has a, a Thompson's water seal on it. So we'll just talk about we'll just talk about siding. Make sure that it's clean, it's dry, and that it's sealed up. That's what I want to start out with. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And we're going to go to Mr. Welding. And then after that, Mr. Harris, because you are on location. So, Mr. Welding, just give us a, a point or two of things that you do that or you want to make sure that your member understands when you're doing a home inspection with them. All right. All right. My inspection, I inspect the structure system and the components of the home inside and out from the foundation to the roof. All my inspection, including the roof, shingles, flashing, chimney, vents, trim, attic, insulation, rafter, joists, plumbing fixture, water pressure, water distribution, sink faucet, uh, water heater, TP, the TPR valve, making sure it's working right. Uh, and, and, and interior, check flooring, uh, ceilings, walls, stairway, carbon dioxide, uh, heating and cooling system, furnace, air cleaner, uh, the ducts, anything visible area. And, and electrical panel, uh, I checked that uh, on the, uh, the service entry, the clearance, the service, the panel, G GFCI, AFCI, if it's in a home. Uh, driveway, cracking, looking for a walkway, the grading, the grading have to be right, and the garage, make sure it's opening, closed, walls, ceilings, firebox, staples, and, 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 and the heart. I checked the house from the inside from the outside. Uh, it all depends on the size of the house. It normally takes me two hours to four to five minutes to three hours to do an inspection. And I take my time and I do one inspection at a time. Every inspection I do, I do uh, you will get your report same day with, with photos and comments on everything I see in the home. Awesome, awesome. Now, one thing I do want to interject here, this is their profession, guys. So we may not understand every word they're saying because some of these words are like, they're going up. But make sure while you're with them, they're going to explain to you anything that you don't understand. They're going to show you everything you don't understand. So don't let it go over your head and shake your head and say, oh, okay, and you really don't understand. They're going to take their time out with you. So make sure you ask. Mr. Harris, go ahead, because you're on location. We ready. So going back to uh, what Mr. Vantage was uh, saying on exterior, it's good. So one of the things that you want to check on exterior is the foundation as well especially where there's grading. Um, if there's a driveway against your foundation wall, you wanna make sure that it's sealed properly so the water intrusion doesn't happen because you'll see a lot of efflorescence or moisture issues in the basement wall itself as well because of that. Um, so again, mine similar, very similar to Vantage, start on the exterior. And then once in the inside, we'll start from the attic, work our way down, having meanwhile, having all the water running just to make sure that there's no leak by the time we come downstairs. 
there's no uh, water coming through the ceiling or under the under the uh, sink or whatever have you. And um, my main thing is uh, looking at your major components, structural, electrical, mechanical, plumbing, such. Um, cosmetics, I really don't worry too much about because we can always change color whenever we want and make repairs as we go along. However, if something is there that needs to be addressed, we will make sure that it is addressed appropriately. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So Jerome, you guys wanna walk us through a little bit about this whole, this whole process and what you guys are doing. Yes, uh, so basically we came into the inspection knowing some things that we wanna focus on. So, you know, uh, on items that we want him to focus on so we know what contractors to start getting out here because you have your due diligence period while you're under contract so, you know, we're going to have the inspection and then we're going to follow up immediately after with any additional inspections. So Haley can start forming a budget that's within her affordability so she can uh, get hand clearance and close on the home. So basically, that's what we're here doing today. You know, we had, you know, different concerns that we pointed out to Harish. Uh, Harish will be debriefing everybody on, you know, just any additional findings during the report. Um, probably at the end of everything, I'll, I'll run out to the canal so you guys can check that out. But for the most part, this is, we're in Trenton, New Jersey, and these are like older historic type homes. So you can tell just by looking in the background, seeing like the, the fireplace and the thick trim. So, you know, we're just looking at different things about the home just to make sure that everything's up to speed, um, you know, plumbing, uh, and Harish was great pointing some things out. I don't know if you guys want me to, you know, kind of run around with the camera, but, you know, there are different, you know, things that we'll need addressing that uh, Harish is putting into his report for us. So that brings on a good, uh, interesting question. And for those out there on the Facebook and the phone calls, we see your questions. We're definitely going to get to them. And I'm thinking as we go through the house and, and talk with Jerome and the rest of the inspectors, um, on here, well, the other inspectors, Jerome is a broker, but <laughs> as we talk to them, the questions will be answered because Haley, uh, one of the questions is, uh, how many inspections have you had? Is this your first inspection, last inspection? And for all of those out there, you know, how many inspections should you get on a home? Is it one inspection or two? So today is my first inspection on the home. So we just got the offer signed on Thursday and then two days later is the home inspection for me. Um, and then I, my understanding is that we'll have to, from the go, going over the inspection report, then start going after what we need to have done. Um, and then before we go to closing, my understanding is that I'll have to have another inspection just to make sure all the points that were on the inspection report by the hand department were met. And um, so that way we're good to go at the end. And Jerome, this is Haley's. I didn't know this was her first inspection. So she has she seen the report yet? Has she, does she has she spoken with Harish to know what issues are in the home, or is she hearing it for the first time, or what? Well, this is her first inspection. So you know, while we were getting set up for the call, you know, I know she's been with Harish throughout the inspection. So as she's going through stuff, he's pointing it out to her. So she's engaged during the inspection. And that's what you want to make sure of too. So for all the future home buyers out there, you, you have to attend the inspection. She already took her picture in front of the house. The inspector is going to take a picture of you in front of the house 
to show that you were here. And then we want you engaged during the inspection to understand your home and ask questions. So ultimately that final report, you know, she'll get later today, tomorrow from Harish, but you know, she has an understanding of things that we need to hurry up and make some phone calls on to uh, get people back here while we have time. We have plenty of time with our negotiated uh, due diligence time for inspections. So all we're going to do is just focus and get the proper professionals back here. And, um, you know, there's various things that you could have, like we were talking asbestos removal. Uh, we could look at the, uh, the drain system and maybe need a pipe scope to make sure that it's not collapsed. There's no tree roots coming on it. Um, maybe if we detect mold in the house, then we're going to get a mold person out here. You're not always going to get everything during your inspection, but you need people on deck and allow yourself enough time to properly look at the house. That's the beauty of this transaction is that this is an estate and we're, it's, it's nearly like an as-is property for her, um, but she can go through it methodically and get the desired result because at the end of the day, she knew that she would need a new roof and different things to get this home up to speed. She wants to make it her own. So there's different things that she's gonna work with contractors to make it her own that we're finding in the house and things she wants to change. Similar to like up here, recessed lighting we talked about. There's a couple of leaks on the ceiling to my right and you're gonna tear up the ceiling anyway, you might as well put that recessed lighting in there. So she's gonna try and get those quotes and just oh, wow. make this really comfortable, this house. The one thing I would say that I've been following with Harish was um, I took a lot of notes. So I have I brought to meet with me to my home inspection, a little notepad and a pen, my phone and a tape measure. So because I when I first came and saw the home, I just took a couple of photos because I was shopping so many homes. And then when everybody started asking me questions, they're like, oh, my gosh, I only got photos of the one. <laughs> so clear, like silly. And so I took so many more photos, so many more measurements. And then as we're sitting here talking, I'm writing the things down that Harish and I talked about that I know he'll have his property report and his inspection report. But the things that he suggested to me on maybe things to look for that might not be like a hand thing, but something as you go further this is how you would want to deal with it. Or maybe this is what you would think about doing later on. And so I don't want to forget those things. So if you do attend the inspection, what I would say is bring a notepad, bring a pen, bring a tape measure and have your cell phone full with battery because I've been writing things down, making sure I remember it. So that way I know going forward when I step into this home, okay, I don't feel overwhelmed. I got a tackle list. I know what I'm going to do. I know what has to be done before I get in, but then I know things that I'm going to want to do after I get in. Wow, I you're amazing. That. I That's so smart. Yeah, you are. You are. That is so smart. And, and I, I, you guys throw Haley up some hearts because the questions are still coming in for you. So that is amazing. And Vantage, Aaronis, you wanted to say something. Yeah, yes, I did. I'm, you know, hats off to you, uh, uh, Haley. I'm a Johnson too, so, you know, we can. Um, but <laughs> smart people. Now, what I want to also say is, we're looking at it from, and looking at Ms. Washington, Mr. Washington from the aspect of that she's getting an older home or, you know, and, and then revamping, right? Also, for those who are going into new construction, I just want to add one note to it. If you're, if you're doing new construction, you probably will, just like you said, be having three inspections, but you'll be having an additional inspection right off the bat called, is called before drywall or pre-drywall inspection. And what that is, is is when you get a house built from scratch or new construction, you're getting the house done. And we wanna see the, we wanna do an inspection on the house before they put that drywall up. 
Because oftentimes there's things that are going on. Prime example, I had to do a house here in Atlanta and they were leaving, uh, they le were leaving food. And what happens is once they put that drywall up, ants and rodents and all kinds of stuff start happening and nobody knows why. Well, why? It's because your, your construction crew kept leaving uh, uh, Burger King on the back corner uh, up against the wall or leaving, I, I promise you it happens all the time. I believe you. Yeah. And also structurally, and Harish probably can attest that if you do new construction, some of this stuff ain't right. Just because it's new don't mean it's right. Absolutely. And I have to say that, that if you're getting new construction, those are the ones you have to question early on who that was that asked that question, but should you get an inspection Back. new construction? Yes, yes, please, yes. God, yes. Because we can that correct was it for that drywall. We can correct it for that drywall goes up, but once that drywall goes up, like I said, an inspection is not uh, invasive. Where we open up a drywall, we can see what's going on. We can see that they didn't do the structure right. We can have stuff changed. They don't have the fire blocking in there. They don't have stuff. They they can't hide. They if they put the drywall up, they can hide it. But if they don't got that drywall up, we can see it. So that's another inspection we. Weldon, you. Yeah, I just want to absolutely, on. and that's something nobody thought about. Weldon, do you have something to add? Yeah, yeah, I want to touch on what you say. What we call a phase inspection. That's a phase inspection. I have seen that myself. Where they, they before you put that drywall wall up, I seen a missing lump of wood, a low bam of wood to support the home missing. So, wow. and once they put it up, we won't know. And, and 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 they have uh, the last inspection they do that is what we call the eleven month inspection, and that's when things start to uh, move real quickly on the and the, the the homeowner want to know why we have a big crack in it, and because they missed the low band wall, you know, to, to support it. So that's the one I want to touch on going through that. So yeah. One of the questions that we had, Haley, is when you pulled up into your driveway, did you see any cracks? We have someone that is out doing house shopping right now. She saw cracks in the driveway. Should she be concerned when there's cracks in the driveway? I mean, I, I saw cracks in my driveway, but I think mine is a lot more due to age um, because this home was built in 1926. Um, but as far as answering if they should be concerned about it, that would probably more be more of a home inspector to be able to answer that. I mean, I, I default to them, um, especially since it's my first home. But he right. and I talked about it and said, is this something that is a structural issue? Is there something like because it could, in my opinion, it probably could be something from tree roots to water damage to something else. And so that was the question that I had from him is. Is this something that I need to be concerned about or is this something that's with age and that as I live here, I might want to consider redoing my neighborhood or redoing my driveway and maybe doing a different type. Um, so that to me that I, I kind of relied on my inspector when I had that question. Wow. Inspector, anybody want to tackle that? Uh, how can I can ask you that. Uh, uh, shrinking in the concrete is sometimes no big deal. All depends. All concrete shrinks when they dry, and, and and some of it is too much water, or not enough water when they when, when they pour the concrete. Now the main concern you look for when cracks is over a quarter inch or uh, five eight wide, and it could be from tree, tree roots or stuff like that. Uh, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, con uh, concrete drop below the home, and, and a lot of that's the water regimen. If uh, I'm in Texas, sometimes we get a lot of dry season, and with not enough water, it would shrink and crack. 
So something that's not too big until you actually get someone to really take a look at it. When you see cracks way bigger than a quarter of an inch, uh, uh, one inch, then you be concerned about that. Small trinkets, no big deal. Right. I agree. I want to add something to that. Even though I'm not a home inspector, I'm going to give everybody a tip as well. It, and this goes for your negotiations. Um, townships have inspections, whether it be your driveway or sidewalk. If uh, a lot of times they're uneven, you won't pass the township inspection when you change ownership of the house. And that's good to know because when you're negotiating your repairs, sometimes you can have in mind and say, look, if they even tried to deny it with me, the township's going to get them on it. So one thing you want to do is call your local townships and find out what's actually involved with the uh, what they call the certificate of occupancy or use and occupancy, yeah. different areas. If you see what the checklist is and you already know some things about the house aren't there, sellers going to most likely do it if that's what they're taking ownership of. Sometimes they put it on the buyer's different houses, especially when it's as is. But I wanted to give everybody that tip out there that uh, check with your local townships um, on their inspections as well, not just this home inspection. Wow. Now, I do have one question for every for the for inspectors that correct me if I'm wrong. Also, the foundation for the house is not the same as the one poured for the driveway. So they're not necessarily connected. So you can have a bunch of cracks in the driveway, but have absolutely nothing to do with the foundation. I'm not 100% sure, but you guys can correct me on that. that that's correct. That, yeah, that, that's, is, that's, that is that's correct. Good. And that's what we, um, uh, Mr. Anthony was saying, that if that's why when you have a situation with the, the driveway, it is common to have, it's called common sediment cracks. Just like he said, based upon the shrinkage, uh, if there's been water, or even if the concrete has been mixed well, right? If it hasn't been okay. mixed right, it will shrink because it wasn't enough water put in the mixture. Oh, That's wow. what he was alluding to. So it would cause yeah. some common sediment cracks for that. Now, based upon our house being in the 1920s, and I have to give hats, hats out to Mr. Washington and Mr. Harris, she doesn't took so many good notes. I think she is a home inspector. <laughs> um, she, she know what she's talking about uh, because she noted she alluded to that if there were tree roots in there or if the mixture wasn't right what uh, Mr. Anthony said or uh, you may have a situation where you may have uh, like if tree roots are growing it will cause a crack and here's another one it's not just about the crack being wide which is a great point but also about the cracks being high which that poses another problem which could be a trip hazard we didn't even think about that. You go to walk over your, your driveway and you trip up. Now you got a lawsuit because the mailman keep tripping or your aunt tripped mm. in your yard. So that's another one because the cracks can be where they're uneven and too high and they clip you up. So um, that is true. They, just because it's in the driveway doesn't mean it's a foundation issue. You're absolutely right, Mr. Danny. Thank you. That, that's Thank what you. Jerome was uh, alluding to as well as part of the CEO. As part of the CO, well, the yeah. um, township will come in and look for that as well. Yeah. Well, you so. guys have definitely answered a few of the questions that we have out there, but Oziah asked one on Facebook, and, and thank you, Oziah and Mac and Novi for your questions. But Haley is out there at her home. Jerome, does she have a contract on this home already? Because Oziah is asking, when should he hire? 
a home inspector before he goes to look at the house or after or after he, he's identified that this is the house he wants, the contract is there. When when does that happen? Yeah, that's a great question. And you know, this is good information for everyone out there. A uh, your agent needs to have a good inspector in his back pocket that works with NACA or a selection of them because it's very competitive. We're getting our home inspection on Monday when we were under contract on Thursday. It could have been sooner, but I wanted it Monday for today so we could do this. So, and, and we still have plenty of time to do what we need to do. But it, it first goes with, you should start interviewing home inspectors and just getting a feel for them a lot of them have websites and you can just see, you know, how they interact. So I would say start trying to target who you would like to work with as a home inspector and um, take the uh, hand webinars and different things. It tells you a lot about, you know, what's going on with the home and repairs. But just to get back to the question with, you know, similar to like Harish, <clears throat> he's very responsive. You want to get set up with someone that can get out soon because you have contractual deadlines to get the house inspected. And then that's why we're going to immediately follow up with additional contractors that can get out here for things that the inspector points out. So you can do your due diligence and ultimately you have to respond back to the seller at a certain point in time. So, you know, it's critical that you interview them, you get comfortable, uh, you're provided, the hand department can provide you a list of contractors. I'm not contractors, inspectors, they're in your region. So you can start calling and making the interviews. And if you haven't got qualified yet and you have someone that you want to work with you, get them in touch with the hand department so they can get the specialized software and the authorization, you know, to uh, work with you. Don't do it once you get under contract because it's never going to happen in time. You need to start preparing for mm -hmm. stuff like that now. But we have a, you know, a great selection of um, home inspectors in our regions. And, you know, that's why I enjoy working with Farish always there when we need we need them he suggests things which leads to these additional inspections whether it be checking out the chimney if the fireplace is bad or if the plumbing's questionable we know wow oh and wow. Also, one more thing i want to let you all know is eventually Haley's going to chime in she's out back at the canal so I'm whenever you looking i'm looking canal, Oh, I can't see her. I got, can't see her from my screen. I see her and everybody out there, you know, on Facebook land and social media, I see the ducks in the pond and I see the canal. <laughs> is, that wow. a, is that a sidewalk? Is that a walking trail? It is. It goes all the way almost, I think, the whole length of New Jersey um, along the Delaware River and then comes inland. But it's right behind my house. So if I go down this embankment, it's right in my backyard. So that's really nice. Wow, you make me want to get out and go walking. <laughs> uh, someone asked, can you fish out there? <laughs> uh, I think it's a Delaware State Canal Park. It's state owned as the actual canal. But yes, they do allow kayaking, paddle boarding, canoeing, and fishing. I wow. don't know if oh, I wow. will, <laughs> but you, you can. That's now, amazing. I have a phone call coming in. Jerome or any of the inspectors... Having that canal in the back, oh, this is someone in the South. Having that canal in the back, is there a potential risk of flooding? That sounds like a Houston question right there. 
But got an Alabama not, and a Georgia one. It's three one eight, so that's Louisiana. So is, is there a risk of flooding? And how does that canal in the back of a home does that impact insurance rates at all? So when I was doing my due diligence on this house, uh, right around when I was coming out to look for it, I also looked at the 20 and the 50 year flood range. This particular home, because of the grading where it is in between the river and the canal, does not flood and it does not require flood insurance. Now a road in front of me, some homes do, but this particular property does not. Awesome, love it. So Anjanette, I, I guess one of the things before we Go, go move on at least get maybe the major things that Harry a few of the major things that are going to be problems or things that that uh Haley needs to talk about um with Harris as far as you know so Harris um Jerome Haley what are some of the major uh things that you guys saw that that really needs to be a discussion later as far as the hand department and trying to construct the budget well, one, one of the biggest thing is the roof. The roof is definitely aged and it's, um, it's a slate roof with a lot of missing slates and then has openings so the vermins are getting into the attic space as well. So that's number one. The other things is that as we were going through, we have a lack of pressure, improper pressure in the sinks, of, in the bathrooms. Um, can't figure out why because it's definitely newer, newer fixture. But we, again, we, we've got to see what's in the basement. Um, continuing going down into the basement, um, definitely she wasn't aware of the asbestos around steam uh, pipe for heating system. Um, couple of electrical outlets, looks like it's a little bit undersized for the house um, size of the home. It could be better. Um, we need to upgrade it up a little bit more so that she can have appropriate power. And down the line, if she wants to put uh, central AC system and then she's able to do that. So right now we don't have central AC, so there's no real power requirement. Everything that needs power, there's already power there for any additional services we wanna do, then we will have, definitely have to upgrade the system. Yeah, one surprise too that was here is this house does have a French drain downstairs. And uh, that's one of the benefits too, to help her with the uh, any moisture issue downstairs. And Harish and I were talking about that as well. It just needs to be plugged in, right? Harish, does sump pump? That is correct. <laughs> it's only good as if it's plugged in. And that's nothing that she has to replace. It was already there. Yeah, they installed it uh, because they, they may have had an issue with water intrusion in the past. So they just went ahead and installed the uh, French drain system with a sump pump, um, the only thing is they didn't put power and they didn't plug it in. So it looks like it's been recently done. That's the only thing. So since they didn't put any power in there, Novi, thank you. Novi had asked one of the questions Jerome just addressed about the moisture, um, having that canal uh, close to the home was, is there gonna affect the moisture in the home to some degree? And I think you guys covered that. But because they didn't put any power um, in the in the basement, is that something that she's going to have to now do electrical work at, at the end, or will she have to get all that done before she closed? Um, just depends on how uh, the uh, how it gets worked out between them, but uh, that can be done at any time. It's just a matter of uh, extending a wire from one of the outlets that's in the basement as it is already. 
the key yeah. things, Damien, I want you guys, I want everybody to remember is that this is why we have the home and neighborhood department, our hand department. Our hand department kind of walks through a lot of these. Tammy Johnson is the director over there. She has a webinar that's based on this. And Jerome did talk about that earlier. Now, here's the thing. I'm talking about the basement and the power and electrical piece. Unless it becomes a necessity or a safety issue, she doesn't have to get it done. And I'm just saying, I'm answering Melissa's question. Melissa called in. Thank you, Melissa. Um, if it's a safety issue, she would have to get that done before she closes. Yes or no? Yes. That is correct. Melissa, I hope that answered your question. I think Melissa is dealing with some safety issues in, in, in the home that she's looking at. And she said one of them, one of the big ticket items is that she's getting an older home that requires complete and total rewiring as a safety issue. And so she's here in Haley and you guys talk about the basement and she can get it done later. So that's something that I think we need to differentiate between cosmetic and a want and a safety issue and a must have. Yep. I, I wanna add something to that. And just so that you understand, the whole point of this home inspection is we're trying to investigate to make sure that if the worst case scenario happens, we can still absorb everything. And so a lot of times, even before you even get to the home inspection, when you're initially looking at houses, you got to look for different signs like this because you nearly have to add it up in your mind. Some things that you see that could be subpar, you know, older electric, different things that might need certifying. So a lot of this homework is done before you even sign on the dotted line because the whole goal is this house is priced well enough so that way we can absorb whatever happens to with the hand department to make it work. So all we're just trying to do is figure out now what's going to make it work. But uh, for those people with subpar electric, you know, if you if you have some houses like that, a lot of times, you know, that's deal killers. So you want to be looking after that you know, when you're looking at homes for um, what they call like knob and tube wiring, I'll let the home inspectors talk more about that. But, you know, it's, it's definitely good to be on the lookout for stuff like that in advance. What is that? Any inspector? Knob and tube wiring, that's, uh, that's we, we see quite a, we still see quite a bit of that in our area here. So it used to be the old wiring that is nothing, it didn't protect it by sheathing or anything like that. So they would just put a knob and then have a wire run right into it, right through that. So it's an old wiring system, this exposed system. And um, right now the insurance people are giving you a hard time if you have that. So yeah, it, it does need to be upgraded. Now on the electrical, one of the other things that people should also keep an eye out for the type of panels, uh, Federal Pacific panels, Stablock, Pushmatics, those are type of panels that needs to be addressed and replaced over time. Um, they have inherent issues of not tripping, so it becomes a fire hazard. So those are some of the things that we look for as far as electrical goes. And I want to add to what Harish just mentioned, because a lot of times they've done inspections for me and pointed out uh, the pushmatic panels and different things like that. The townships will pass them. However, it's not the best practice. So a lot of times members can add that to their negotiations. You know, a lot of times sellers get pushback because of like, oh, the township passed it. But these home inspectors are pointing out issues that could be safety related. Even though, you know, people are 
passing it. It's still great negotiation points that are given to the agent so we can try and uh, get this corrected on the buyer's behalf. Now, Mr. Washington, you, I keep hearing you say township. And although down in the South, we don't, I don't, I, I'm not familiar with that up in North. I keep hearing you say township. Could you really expound upon what is the township? Because I've never heard of that term. Well, here's what happens. Anytime you're transferring home ownership, the, the house needs to be cleared, so to speak. Okay. So um, if there's any hazards, so the, the township's going to check it out and okay. check to see if there's extinguishers, smoke detectors. They're okay. going to check, you know, the electric panel, you know, different various things. And as well as we even touch on yet um, unpermitted work, a lot of times, you yeah. know how it is. All home inspectors are going to find unpermitted work. Right. There's so much uh, due diligence required to speak to the township in regards to renovations that have been done to the home and just seeing what it's going to take to pass the um, township inspection. It helps my negotiations to get stuff done for the buyer if I already know what the, the township's going to pass or fail and different things like that. So that's one of the things that I look for and try to understand in each individual township, they're all different. But I tried to get that information. And I wanted to add before I forgot, it for everybody out there that's in the NACA program, take the hand webinars right now. Understand it. It's going to prepare you in time for your home ownership because then you're going to know what to look for. And you're going to understand some things that you need to shy away from or just some things that you need to figure out that can you absorb that in your in your loan if that's something that comes up? So, I mean, all the prior knowledge that you can get with the hand webinars, understanding the township requirements where you're going to buy, it's going to help your transaction a long way. Okay. Well, Jerome, I do have one quick question that I want to differentiate because we're down south. I've yeah. never heard of township. Is township equivalent city, to city, city and county? Or code, right? That's, that's a yeah, code. City and county. Okay. Okay. So they're equivalent. Like, so a township... Township, uh, it might be different everywhere. In this region, we got township inspections, especially when you're outside of the city. So, okay. so here in Houston, so in Houston, Aaron, is, you're going to have the city who, and this is all what Jerome is alluding to, this is all in an in, in effort to get the certificate of occupancy and make sure that it's been cleared permitted, all permits and things like that is done. Weldon being in Texas, I know he can attest to it. Sometimes it's going to be cleared through the city and then depending on where the property is located, it could be the county, um, Harris County, Dallas County, Tarrant County. It, it could be either or. So uh, for Georgia, I think, I, I'm thinking it's going to be the same way, but Aaron, as you can probably attest to that. Okay. Well, that, that's why when I first heard of it, only thing I can think is a code inspection and I don't think, and correct me if I'm right, Damon, I don't, I've never, you know, if you get a home inspection, <laughs> I, I'm not familiar. Georgia, we do some, okay, I don't want to tell do you. Some different, no. Each place is different. That's all yeah. I can say. You just need to make sure you check with your local municipalities to find out what they do, because I don't think we do that. Plus, we're not township. And the good thing about it is, the good thing about it is that's why we have someone from the Midwest, someone right. from the Central, right. someone from Northeast and Southeast. And, you know, West Coast, we, we hear you. We're coming to you soon. We're going to keep doing these until we get West Coast and uh, the Midwest and all of them clearly fully represented because based on where you are, there's different things that, that, yeah. that 
part. And Jerome is clearly letting his Northeast region know that townships and getting these, these inspections done and making sure they're cleared and covered through those entities are, are, are checked off and everything is done completely. But what I additionally heard is that a good in-house agent, a good NACA agent, as we all have in all of our offices across the country, is going to ride with their members from cradle to grave. And so Jerome is making sure that as Harish goes through and find all of these issues and different issues that are wrong with the house, sounds like, and Jerome, I don't want to speak for you, sounds like Jerome as the agent is going to go back to the seller and say, hey, we found these. What are you willing to do Mm -hmm. to sweeten this deal and make it even more worthwhile for Haley. Am I, am I speaking correctly, Jerome? Yeah, that's correct. Um, you know, this house is a as is nearly, but in, in just in general, in transactions, you have to have the foresight to get your client the best advantage to get repairs done. The easier, the deals go through easier when the sellers take care of everything so you can just close and move into the house with everything done. And a lot of times there's pushback. So you just have to figure out how to have the levers that we need to, to get that completed to their advantage. So that's why I do different things. Like you have to understand um, if you see additions added or work done to make sure it's permitted, because that could come right. back to bite us and just understanding different things. When you see outside that, that, you know, like there's sometimes I've had on a deal last month, a tree falling in the yard and the seller didn't want to do it. And, and, and guess what? I knew that we called the township, figured out that that tree got to come down anyway. So we say, OK, you're responsible for the township passing inspection. What happened? Tree came wow. up. They fixed it. So I'm talking about the foresight to know to leverage everything to your client's advantage. So that's why not just the home inspection it's the results, what we do with it and to try and make sure that we have an easy repair negotiation. Wow. Townships have a lot of influence up north because yeah. I'm just like, wow. But Anjanette, guess what? I know. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we're out of time. And Donna, I know you had a question. I hope we answered it. Donna has, a, she's, she's looking at a house. Jerome, she got plumbing, roofing, and electrical uh, items that need to be updated. And I think it's going to be hand that makes the determination of whether these are safety or whether they're cosmetic, or is that the inspector? Aaronis, Weldon, who determines whether it's safety or... Well, regardless, we're trying to get everything right. So we came into this transaction with the assumption that we're going to need to absorb some things to make it comfortable for Haley. Now, her phone died. She's here. I don't know if you want to join or not, but, you know, basically that's what's going on. I have my headset in, so they probably can't hear but we, we understand all this. So everything that we're here to do today is part of the mission is, is to find out. And I already know what's wrong and we already know our cushion with the hand department. So we're not reacting. I love it. Haley, I cannot thank you enough for opening up your future doors to the entire NACA family and letting us inside your home prior to you getting all the repairs and things like that done. It takes a brave soul to do that. And we appreciate you. Aaron is well done. And Harish, oh my God, you guys are inspectors of the Everybody give them some hearts because we love what you do. You make a difference. And I'm so thankful that the NACA inspectors take their job so serious that they're here today to tell us what we need to look for and be aware of. Damien, I can't believe it. 
Oh, I don't know what to say. Can, can, can I have one thing to say? All right, all yes, you, you can. Go all on, Will. Go find your dream house and then call me and let me find out what's wrong with it before you sign the dotted line. Texas. Aramis, go ahead. Yes, I also want to say here in Atlanta, when you find that dream house as well, also contact Vantage Inspection. Again, if you look on the list because it's alphabetical order, make sure you go down to the V. Okay, I know I'm coming up to the top as the best pick. Yes, I am. But please find me and use me. I'm here for you, the neighborhood home inspector. Here for you for your dreams, man. Awesome. And Mr. Harris. Well, first of all, thanks so much for the opportunity. But we want to make sure that we're able to help uh, and understand what the clients are looking at uh, so that they don't get into trouble themselves. Uh, our main goal is to help them. In Northeast um, and Pennsylvania, we'll be glad to help um, Harish. H-A-R-I-S-H. That's inspections in New Jersey. And be glad to help anybody and uh, anyone that needs help. Thank you, thank you. And own your home with Jerome. Own a wow. home with Jerome. You can't right. do it without Jerome. <laughs> if, you're working, if you're buying in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and Delaware, you already know what to do. Work with Jerome to own a home. I love it. Ms. Haley, we thank you so much. We thank everybody for being here. We thank you, our audience, for being here. We will see you next time. Thank you so much for appearing on being watching America's Nackers, Nackers American Dream. Over. Have a good one. You guys, have a great day. Stay safe. Thanks for listening. NACA's American Dream Program is a production of the Neighborhood Assistance Corporation of America, a national nonprofit organization fighting for economic justice through affordable homeownership and community advocacy. To learn more about NACA and our advocacy efforts, careers, NACA's Best in America Mortgage, or to join a NACA in your community, visit us at NACA.com.